The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Saturday. I'm Andy Brownell, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. How about yourself? Doing great as well. I love summer. Sorry. Yes, me too. It feels good. But you do realize we're getting really, really close to fall because I'm one of those who prescribe by once we hit the 21st and the days start getting shorter. Oh, stop. (laughs) It's just getting started. We haven't even been in our pool yet. Summer (laughs) is just starting. And tomorrow is... Father's Day. I know. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for me. You know, I just lost my dad a few weeks ago. But we're doing his um, memorial. You'll love this. Uh, we're doing a celebration of life. We rented a box at the Twins game. Oh, so fun. all the things my dad would like: uh, yeah. <laughs> Twins baseball, hot dogs, popcorn, and of course ice cream. So Perfect. yeah, hoping Perfect. for another beautiful day, and it's supposed to be. And you, that last game you took him to, I always remember that you posted so on Facebook, happy. and yes. you said how he was grumpy and everything, but then got up there and he was like just sprang like, to life. Yeah, he was like not even grumpy as much as he was so downer. Like I can't do this. I don't have the energy. I, it's too much. And he got there, and it's like boom, light bulb came on, and he was into the game and just enjoyed himself. I mean, it might have been one of the last. It was only like a few weeks before right. he died. It, it might have been really one of the last really fun, fun times he had. So that makes it really special. And the fact that it's Father's Day on top of it, you know, I thought that was a good tribute. So Yes. Anyway. I love it. I yeah. Okay. So speaking of that, um, not that it's directly related, but I had a conversation with one of my agents this week. And he said... Um, you know, I'm struggling with people who don't want to sell their homes because all they can fixate on is that they're locked into this great mortgage rate. Yeah. Okay. I just want people to understand that life is short. It's precious. You have to live it. Right. And the truth is that your needs matter more than the mortgage rate. So if you're even thinking about selling your house, there's a reason that you're thinking about it. So something in your life has probably changed, you know, whether it is you're getting married, you're getting divorced, you have health concerns, you want to go where the weather's warmer, you want to upgrade, you want to downsize, whatever it is, you should allow yourself to to make that decision, right? And to, to go ahead with the move because... Trust me when I tell you that 6% or even 6.5% is not that bad of a mortgage rate. No, it's not. It's not 3%. I get it. And it does make things more expensive. I get it. So let's just look at this scenario. Let's say you decide to just wait. You know, the economists are saying by the fourth quarter of 2024, the rates may be back down to 5.5. All right. So you wait. And then the house prices have gone up because those are not going down. And albeit they're not going up as fast as they were, you know, in the past couple in the, as we call them, unicorn years, they're still going up. And so remember what I say, marry the house and date the rate. So 
if if making a move is what you really think you want to do right now, let's get together. Let's talk about it. Let's look at what some of the um, obstacles really are, and let's talk about what kind of lending products are out there. And let's just see if we can't make this work. Maybe we do an arm so that, you know, if those rates really do drop in the next couple of years, then you take advantage of it and refinance. And that's what I mean when I say date the rate. Use this one until a better one comes along, right? I agree. And, and also the house, the idea that look at where your budget is. You don't look at the interest yes. rate. Say, right. If How I much wanna, can I afford each Yeah. Month? If I want to move up and I have the ability to pay this much, how much can I get for this much? Exactly. So I do want people to just understand, you know, especially in a time after a loss, like a few years ago, I bought the house next door. The neighbor, You know this story. The neighbor wasn't even selling, but it's like, no, what, what's important to me right now is that I have a house right next door to mine for my parents, and I'm going to make it happen. I probably paid too much for the house. I'm a realtor. I know, but guess what? He wasn't selling. I told him I wanted the house. Name your price. Name your terms, and we put to together a deal. If I was looking to buy a house for the best price, that probably wasn't the house I was going to buy. But that wasn't the point. It was what fit my lifestyle. And so, honestly, if you're thinking, I cannot do another Minnesota weather, I really want to get to Florida where my parents are, <laughs> or you're thinking, you know, I've, I've had six raises since I bought this house and I can really afford more and the kids are getting pretty crowded and we'd like to move up but oh geez I hate to I hate to let go of that rate it's okay it's you know just a monetary it's okay. number yes so if it's time to upgrade it's time to downsize if you've made a change in your relationship status whatever the reason let's talk about it before you rule out the idea of making a move Personally, after the week I've had with a lot of reflection due to the same sort of thing you're dealing with with a family member or a memorial service, that it really brings it home to you how short this is. And, and how precious. If you're in a home that doesn't meet your needs, if it's the kids are crammed in there and there's not enough bathrooms and your budget is there, that that's a You can afford for to you. move. Yes, then do the it. The only reason is the stupid interest rate. I'm sorry. I've. Yeah. Somebody's got to talk exactly. some sense into you. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That is exactly right. So it is just like the people who save and save and save and save because they're going to travel when they're old. Newsflash, people. Old people don't like to travel. It's a <laughs> lot of hassle and a lot of work. I kept begging my parents to go on trips. They're like, you know what? No, it's too much. Yeah. So... Do what, live your life, live your life. That's my advice. Live your life. And, and of course, make smart decisions, but my gosh, allow yourself to enjoy it. Yeah, that's, and you've got those kids, especially those, when they're going through those years, you, while you're going through it, it you can't even imagine how quickly it flies by. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is nuts. Well, believe it or not, I have an article that is titled, this real estate market is the strongest of our lifetime. Really? Yes. So it goes on to say, when you look at numbers today, the one thing that stands out is the strength of this housing market. We can see this is one of the most foundationally strong housing markets of our lifetime, if not the strongest housing market of our lifetime. And here are the fundamentals that prove it. Okay, so let me tell you, this article is uh, coming from the National Association of Realtors. So this is some pretty 
incredible stuff. And they're saying that, okay, why is the market so strong? Well, first of all, how many times have we talked about the amount of homeowner equity, mm -hmm. right? I mean, homeowners have got equity. It says that Americans are sitting on a tremendous equity right now. According to the census, roughly two-thirds, around 68% of homeowners have either paid off their mortgage or have at least 50% equity. That's, That's an awesome. amazing amount of wealth is what that is. That is an amazing amount of wealth. And then, of course, so many people are locked into those mortgage rates. I think we talked about this last week that um, according to the Federal Housing Finance Agency, at the end of the fourth quarter of last year, over 80% of existing mortgages have a rate below 5%. And what's even crazier is 50% of those mortgages have a rate of 4% or lower. So, yeah, that's the thing. You're going to hear about all this talk in the media about potential foreclosure crisis on the rise. But does it sound like it? Does that sound like the makings for foreclosures? All this home, all this <laughs> equity in their homes and these locked in low interest rates. And the fact that if you do have that home and you're in trouble, you can put it on the market today and sell it. Right. And get, get yourself cash. out from right. away from it. So that's and that's exactly right. So it says what gives the housing market such a solid foundation today is having so many homeowners with such low mortgage rates. And it's going to help us avoid a crisis with a flood of foreclosures coming to the market like there was back in 2008. But I mean, we really do sound like a rerun because how many weeks in a row have I said this market is nothing like 2008 and 9 and 10 when housing values were depreciating and people were upside down and they had to bring cash to close and they couldn't sell it if they wanted because they didn't have the cash to close. So instead they were packing up their things and vacating properties and foreclosures were just running rampant. It's not that way. It's not anything near that. Doesn't resemble it in the slightest not happening. And the fundamental difference would be when that happened, it's basic economics. There was an oversupply of homes. Now there are not enough homes. Correct. That is the biggest thing. And so when you talk about what are the biggest obstacles for buyers right now, people would want to yell out, it's the interest rates. But to be honest with you, it's not. The biggest obstacle is the lack of inventory. Yep. There's nothing out there to buy. We've got people who are approved and we've got people who are completely on board with the going rate for the interest rates. It's just that we can't find houses to buy. So if oh. you're thinking about it, if you're even slightly considering making the move, honestly, I think don't just sit there and think, oh, according to what I've heard, you know, according to what I've heard, this is not a good decision. Feel free to call me anytime. I'd love to have a discussion with you. No obligation, of course. I would take it one step further and come and visit you and see your house and tell you what I think your house could sell for, tell you what it costs to sell your house, how much, you know, how long I think it would take to sell, all of those things. I can answer all of those questions. I'm an absolute, um, I have a plethora of knowledge when it comes to this local real estate market, and I'm happy to share it. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results. It's News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. You know, Robin, during the break, I was thinking about what we were talking about earlier with locked in at these interest rates and how people's perception is that the interest rates are what are hindering the current market when you are actually it's a strong market. And I, I wonder if they would, what would they would think that, you know, back in the early 80s, late 70s, and all the way up and all the way through the 1980s, yeah. people were buying and building houses when the interest rates were dang near 15%. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. But yet there was a way around it. I, I've mentioned that we had a new construction house, our first house. Well, our very first house, as everybody knows who's listened to this show, was a mobile home. A 1978 Marshfield, uh, I forget the size now. I used to know it. 14 by something. 14 by 70. 14 by 70. That was it. Two bedrooms and uh, one bathroom and a washer and a dryer and a kitchen and a, and it was perfect. You know what? We were brand newly wed and I thought, oh my gosh, we have our own home. You're I nostalgic it. about it. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And then from there, we moved into a brand new construction because we moved back to Wabasha so we could be near grandpas and grandmas for help with the kids. And that house was brand new. It was $78,000. Brand spanking new. Brand new. But the interest rate was pretty darn high. Yeah. But when you even it out, lower price with high interest rate, the payments, you know, it's the, it's no different than when people have really high prices and really low interest rates, right? right. So it's, it's all relative. And I do remember the builder giving us a contract for deed Nowadays, if you get a contract for deed, it's because maybe you don't qualify for a loan. Maybe it's because you haven't been, you're self-employed and you haven't been for two years or, you know, there's reasons that you would do a contract for deed and you typically will pay higher interest than you can get at the bank. But back in those days, the builders would give you a contract for deed so that you could get a lower interest so you could afford the payments until you could afford to go to the bank and refinance. Right. They were adapting to the current market conditions at the time. Which there are still products out there. Like I said in the first segment, you know, there are more more than one ways to get to the end result. And the key, the secret is working with an agent that knows how to work around and working with a lender who's been through this before. And I mean, gosh, there are products out there that people have no idea exist, like products where you can get a down payment assistant, you know, assistance rather, so that um, you don't have to come up with the down payment. And people are like, are you kidding me? Like I've been saving and saving because I didn't know how I was going to get into this house because I didn't have money for my down payment and my closing costs. And you know, we're back to the days where some people are even rolling in their closing costs and putting it on top of the purchase price. So, yeah, there are ways to do it. And believe me, if you're thinking about buying a house and you just don't think you're there or you think you can't afford it because of what you've heard on the TV, the interest rates, whatever, let's just talk because I think I can really educate you and let you understand that might not be the case. You might come out of that meeting with a whole different perspective on what's happening out there. Exactly. And I think um, the word on the street 
is the feds are going to meet again next week to see what they should do about these interest rates. Um, they did come down a little bit again this week. They are still above 6%, but barely. Okay. Okay. So um, last week they averaged, uh, uh, I think it was, let me see here, 6.71%. And now they're down to an average of 6.5%. And a year ago, the 30-year rate was averaging 523 Okay. So, but you know. They're still in that historically normal range. Correct. Um, truthfully, there is an article here that says why you can't compare now to the unicorn years of the housing market. Mm-hmm. I love that term, unicorn years. They finally... Yeah, they came up call with it something. The crazy years, Co- the insane years. The Kobe years. years the, <laughs> yeah. But the truth is, yeah, and then they even have a definition for unicorns, something that is greatly desired but difficult or impossible to find. Well, I don't want to go back to those years. They were That was terrible going through COVID. Right. And the only reward was low interest rates. So while lower than last couple of years, buyer activity is still much stronger than the pre-unicorn years. Okay. And home prices are not crashing. But what is happening is returning to a more normal appreciation. You know, they're not going up 15% year over year. They're back to going up 3%, 4%, 5%, depending on where you are, what you have. Right. And... Even though you'll hear that foreclosures on the rise, they are still so very, very low overall, okay? So if you're comparing housing markets, housing market metrics, excuse me, from one year to another, that is actually really challenging when you're doing it in a normal housing market. But because of these last few years and that were anything but normal, it was really hard to make those year-over-year comparisons. So... Please, you're not going to stop hearing those unsettling housing market headlines. So continue to expect them. But I just want you to understand that that's mostly going to be due to the unfair comparisons with those unicorn years um, tied in there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And particularly when you're talking about the foreclosures, because you have told me over the last year or two or more that that foreclosure rate is under one percent yeah super super low so if you had a 15 percent increase in foreclosures at a rate that's under n percent it's still such a tiny tiny number but that's not what you're going to read you're going to read up by 15 percent exactly (laughs) and then people are going to be like whoa that's a big number oh yeah it is but when you started at almost zero you know it's really not that bad i promise Okay, well, you know what? Let's take another break. It's perfect time for that. We'll zoom away for a moment, come right back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on Saturday in the middle of summer. Um, 
Robin, do you have any new listings? The for beginning us? of summer. It's the beginning okay. of summer. <laughs> yes, okay, I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. I have some great listings. Okay. I'll talk about some new ones, some brand new ones. Fantastic. I've got a nice two-story. I think I mentioned this as a coming soon, but 2524 North Ridge Lane Northeast. Mm -hmm. This one is a two-story that was built back in 1978. Sits on a really nice lot with some woods behind and a really quiet little area up there that has a nice view of downtown. Anyway, this one has 3,161 square feet. It has a two-car garage, five beds, four baths, and it can be yours for $469.9. That's nice. Yeah, it's a nice place. And I know that area. The view is one of the better pretty. views you're going to have, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, I have 2018 7th Avenue Northeast, and that one is a four-bed, three-bath. Built in 1964, it's got a tuck-under garage. Some people love them, some people not. It is 3,472 square feet. Nice. And that one is 449.9. I've got one on... Highway 52 North in Preston, Minnesota. Big, beautiful house. It is, well, I guess what's the biggest part of this house is honestly the garage. Five garage stalls. The house itself is 2,800 square feet, but it has a five-car garage, three beds, three baths, <laughs> somebody 395. Has somebody has their priorities straight. Yeah, somebody likes likes cars yeah. or garage dolls for something. Well, I think actually there's a lot of people who like that. I saw a house out north of town. It's new construction, relatively new, I'd say within the last five years. And it was a nice size house, but the pole barn, fancy pole barn garage was probably twice as large as the house. Yeah, yeah isn't that something? Wow. And I'm one of those people that it's like, yeah, the garage, it's where you put your ah. car. But some people are like, can I see the garage? I'm like, yeah, let, let's, by all means, let's look at the garage. So there's something out there for everybody. And I think that's the most fun part of my job is that if every client were looking for the same house, that'd be tough, right? But finding that right house for the right client, that is just so sweet. It's really awesome. And if you're looking for a beautiful house tucked away in southwest Rochester, I've got one at 2606 Crest Lane, five bedrooms, five bathrooms, 3,200 square feet approximately, built in 1960, but when you walk in, no way does it feel like that. It has been so updated and refreshed. It's got all these really light, airy colors, and I feel like I'm on the East Coast every time I walk in there. It's just beautiful. And it's got a gorgeous lot with a nice water feature, an in-ground swimming pool, room. It has a two-car garage, which some people might think as a downfall, but it has a great space where you could build another two, three, four car, whatever you would want. So, And with Rochester's new um, accessory dwellings, you could probably even put a, a apartment up on top. For your guests or... <laughs> or your... you uh, fall in disfavor with your spouse, you have a place to sleep. Yeah, perfect. Because <laughs> you spent too much money on your car. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're so funny. Oh, boy. Okay, then I think I... Well, I know I told you about this one last week. Um, 40658 Ryan's Bay Road. So it's one of those rare properties that has water frontage and... 
It's three beds, two baths, just under 2,000 square feet. Sits on just under an acre, 0.79, um, so 80, you know, right. eight-tenths of an acre. And anyway, that one's 750,000. And we have 109 2nd Avenue Northwest in Pine Island, a four-bed, two-bath, uh, 1900 built, so kind of a farmhouse style in it's fifteen hundred and sixty square feet, and that one is two hundred and nineteen nine. There you go. Yeah. Looking for an affordable place. Uh, I have a high rise downtown Rochester. Not in Rochester Towers, by the way. I, oh I didn't gosh. think you were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, isn't that something? It's that, tragic. Thank goodness nobody got hurt, and I just hope it doesn't turn people off to that building because I mean they're on top of it and they're taking taking the measures to you know strengthen it or do whatever. But honest, this is a true story. I sold one of those units to a young man who moved here from another country, and he arrived one day after they were evicted. Oh my gosh! And so instead of saying, "Hey, I'll show you your new place," it's like, "Well, we got to find you a place to live." It's yeah. almost like a natural disaster moving through. You have to, you know, be out of your home for months, and who knows? Well, you know what they did is they opened up those um, dorms in what used to be the Hilton down there. Oh, okay. You know how they converted those to dorm yeah. living? Yeah. So this young man is living over there right now. So, so yeah, that, that'll work. They that'll don't work. need that until August for the students, I don't believe. Right. And hopefully they'll have these repairs made by then, yeah. so it should be good. So it'll it'll all work out. Everything always does. All right, back to this. 5351 Sapala Court Northwest is a three-bed, three-bath, 2,000-square-foot, uh, two-story for three hundred and eighty-nine nine with a two-car garage built in 2022. That's a townhome. Yep. That's what that is, corner unit. And then we have the inside units, and the inside units are two ninety four nine. And then up on Four Street Southwest, two nine one eight Four Street, we've got a great big six bed, five bath, uh, two story, forty one hundred and sixty square feet. That one is seven fifty four nine. We've got an interested party on that one. They've been in there okay. a few times, so hopefully that one will sell because it's a gorgeous home, and I think they'll love it. Um, I got one up on Mailwood. Mayo Woodlands, uh, twenty-seven ten Galena Place, nine thirty-nine nine, and it was built in two thousand eighteen. Just over four thousand square feet, six beds, four baths. Beautiful, beautiful house. Got a townhome over on Riverwood Lane, and that one is two forty-nine nine, two beds and two baths, and fifteen forty-nine Alexander Road. I've got a four-bed, three-bath. Split level for five forty. You have almost every price range imaginable this week. You bet. And I have, um, oh my gosh, I have this great big gorgeous house out in Byron, and it's six beds and four baths, and it sits on. Gosh, I think it's. I'm going to read because I don't want to misquote, but there are definitely some acres out there. Twenty three acres. And it's one million one hundred ninety-five thousand. 
Yeah, I've got quite a few listings. Yeah, you so, do. You I do. mean, I've got a little something for everybody. Am I running out of time? Is that why you're trying yep. to roll, rally me in here? All yep. right. Well, I can, <laughs> I can tell you about the rest if you just call me. But, yes, yeah, so there is some inventory. People are obviously listening to my plea, and I keep getting more and more listing calls each week, which is fabulous. So keep it up, guys. I will welcome your listings. And that call, how do they call you? What's the number? On my cell phone, it is 507-259-4926. All right, Robin. Happy Father's Day to all those dads out there tomorrow. Thank you. And uh, you have a great weekend. And Thank we'll you so much. Talk to you next weekend. It's Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.